We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Massive college football weekend. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Parloff. So glad to have you on this Friday. And we have a big bet going on with the show as this has become a theme now of our show about bets. We've got a new one today, uh, Perloff and uh, Nick in Texas. Perloff is going to dress up like a buffalo if Oregon wins and covers the 21-point spread. Uh, Nick has to dress up like Deion Sanders, the hat, the sunglasses, and wear it to some place that Jay Norvell would consider inappropriate. No, 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 no. <laughs> so we've got that going on. Plus, there's a massive peaking duck bet that's going on in the show <laughs> as well, which is uh, four different games – so far, four. So far, four games. Four different games. Uh, Perloff and I going head-to-head. I was asked yesterday by Samter. Was it Samter? Who asked me if I eat peak, if I eat duck, even though I have the duck suit? Oh, Perloff, you asked me that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it feels, it feels wrong to me. <laughs> quack, all, quack. How dare I? Uh, so that's what's on the line. Whoever, I said I do eat peaking duck. So whoever wins and gets the most right, then they have to. Uh, the loser buys the Peking duck, and it starts with the most imp- the most important game of the weekend, which I think you and I actually view very, very differently. To me, the most important game of this weekend. But I can We view it the same way, but I do. I don't think we should see it the oh, same way. Oh, what do way. you think it is? I think it's got to be Alabama and Ole Miss because of what's at stake here. If Alabama loses this game, you've already declared that Nick Saban is washed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. If they lose and have two losses before we even turn the calendar to October, I think you're seeing uh, so much speculation about what could be the end of an era. I think that could be premature. I don't think the Nick Saban should get ran out of town for you know a season where maybe they have three losses or something. But I think more people will be like you, Perloff, and say, who's next? Who's coming to take over the program? When Nick wait, Saban, wait, wait, wait. when is he going to retire? There's no way he's getting ran out. First of all, Nick Saban's deciding when he leaves. I'm not, I, it, I'm not saying that he's, anyone's going to call for his job. He has sole decision, and he's earned that right. I would hope and so. I think they're going to lose this weekend. I'm taking Ole Miss, especially with a touchdown. Uh, but I, I think they'll have two losses. They don't have a quarterback this year. They know this is a limbo year. Like, I don't think anyone expects... This is the lowest they've ever been rated at this time of the year with Saban. I don't think anyone expects anything from them. So if they lose, I don't know that it's such a major headline. Oh, I think it will be a major headline because of Saban's age. Yeah. And I was told this is so many five-star recruits and no Maggie. It's not the end of Alabama because of the five stars and all of that. This is going to be Nick Saban's lulling everyone to sleep. But they already got run all over by Texas. I know, but this was... I was told... That when Nick Saban complained about NIL and about the transfer yeah. portal, about where college is headed, that I shouldn't believe he's being, he's telling the truth because this is him laying in the weeds and then he's going to do this better than everyone else, right? He's just warning the rest of college football. Well, it turns out that might not be true. No, no, no. That all passed with the Texas loss. I mean, Texas is a big 12 team and they dominated them in the trenches. This this year's not happening. Okay, Alabama. so what do you think is I don't the think, biggest game? 
Well, I think that it's clearly Oregon against Colorado. And I think there's two major games, but that is by far the biggest. We finally get to see, after all this talk and all this hype, we get to see what Deion Sanders, Colorado Buffaloes look like against a top 10 team. That's incredibly valuable just to, to really get an idea of where they are. And this is the first, well, actually, TCU seemed like a real test. They were 16. But this is the next real test. I think so many questions will be get answered by this game. It feels like everything so far this college football season has been leading up to this game. And after it, it'll be a completely different season. Okay, but aside from Oregon's national title, uh, college football playoff hopes, which is not nothing, that's yeah. a big thing to be on the line here. But you could also, if Oregon loses this game, let's say, and they go through the rest of their schedule yeah. and win out, they could possibly still get in. I'm talking about actual stakes here. You know, like the real right, implications right, right. for the rest of the season for Colorado, this is all just a good story. No one thinks they're actually title contenders. And well, for Oregon, they could make up for a loss. They could get it back on track. Well, if you're talking about title, why are you talking about Ole Miss and Alabama? Well, I'd say FSU and Clemson could be a big one. Yeah, but I mean, even that one, like, you have a bunch of real contenders who are playing. I, I think, obviously, I do, if you're talking about Final Four, there's only one game. Whoever wins Ohio State-Notre Dame is in pole position to just glide into the Final Four. So if Notre Dame wins this game, then you you could expect to see them in January. There's just no doubt about it. See, you, I, I'm not 100% sure because I think for Ohio State, even if they lose, if they beat Michigan and if they win the Big Ten title, then they're still yeah, going to yeah. be in. But and, I'm saying if Notre Dame wins this game, they they could probably afford two losses and still get in. I think, think so? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're Notre Dame. Are you kidding me? If they're anywhere close to the Final <laughs> Four, they let them in. But not only that, they have two Heisman contenders. They have the leading rusher in the country. They have Sam Hartman, a quarterback. They are, they are going to start challenging Dion is the big story if they beat Ohio State. Now, I think Ohio State is way down this year. I think that's obvious. But I still think everyone's been dying for a good Notre Dame team, and this is it. It seems like it. They could beat Ohio State. Isn't that a gigantic accomplishment? Uh, of course. It's a gigantic accomplishment. I don't think it it all automatically puts them into the college football playoff. No, but it gives them a really, really great shot. They have USC later yes. in the year, so they could lose that game. But I think uh, Notre Dame really is in many ways poised to be the story. I mean, again, again, there's two games for me. It's Oregon, Colorado, then Notre Dame, Ohio State. And by the way, like, don't discount there's so many contenders who have real challenges this week. Penn State yep. plays Iowa. That's a tough game. You have uh, you have Utah, who's sneakily at number 11. Cam Rising's coming back. They have a tough game. You got Oregon State. Our, and Washington State. How about yeah, that? Yeah, that's a great the game. Tupac. Oregon State's won seven in a row. They could sneak into the top 10 with a win here. There's just so much going on. But come on, you know we're going to be talking about Dion. You know it, Maggie. Well, I know. I've told you we're talking we're about talking Dion, about win Saban. or lose. But I think the Saban part of this is really big. Because, again, two losses before October, that's nothing. We haven't seen that from Saban. They can't, first of all, by the way, if Lane Kiffin can't beat Saban here, then he's never beating Nick Saban. So also, he should throw in, the, throw in the towel after this game. Is Lane Kiffin perhaps auditioning to be Saban's successor? I don't know. A lot of people are auditioning. I think Dion is auditioning. Uh, I think Dan Lanning is certainly auditioning in this game. Uh, sorry, Oregon fans. I, I, you know, my theory. I think James Franklin would be a great option for Alabama too. There's so many good. Co they're just going to take the hottest coach of the moment. So here's my question for you: If you had to bet on anyone, would you put Dion high up in the odds for the next Alabama coach? Maybe this year, maybe two years, maybe four years. Uh, I think he's going to have a lot of options. So what's better than that one? Well, here's the only thing. I don't think Dion would necessarily be, I don't want to say intimidated by this, but just being the guy after the guy, 
Yes, he Dion would not. I be don't think Dion would be intimidated by that. But is Alabama going to give him a hundred million dollars to come be their coach? Because that's what it's going to take. I mean, if these other guys like you know Jimbo Fisher are getting a hundred million dollars and and Brian Kelly's getting a hundred million dollars, I think Dion. Brian Kelly was much more accomplished, yeah. of course. So it was Jimbo. They had already won national titles. Uh, Jimbo did, but it's going to take a hundred million to get Dion. Didn't Lincoln Riley took a hundred million for USC, right? Yeah. So say, is Alabama going to do that? Say Oregon's undefeated, and they go after Dan Lanning. Isn't that going to take a hundred million? What's the difference? Is that the going right now for a college? I mean, coach? Mel Tucker, who is in that big uh, embroilo yeah. up in Michigan State, he was making eighty million. I know, but that was crazy because but he was, was doing really that though? off of one good season, really. Yeah, but I mean, if you if you could put together a one or two win season in a Big Ten or SEC, then that's the going right these days. Anyway, Dion, I think the the lesson though is Dion can thinks of himself as big enough to take over for Nick Saban. Yeah. Whereas I don't know if a lot of other people would really want that role. I don't think Dion's scared of that at all. I think that Dion wants to get back to Florida. I just mm. don't the state of. I just don't know which job would be opening between FSU. I mean, I don't think that Mike Norvell's doing a great job. I don't think that would open Florida, but Billy Napier is just coming off a big win over Tennessee. So I can't say that he's in trouble. And Mario Cristobal at the, at the U, they just won and beat Texas A&M. So I don't know who's on the hot seat. Honestly, I I think Colorado has a lot of advantages over those schools in the sense that they're look at where, first of all, they're the hottest state in the country and they're between Texas and California. By temperature? <laughs> no, like, I mean, like everybody's moving away from California because of the taxes and right. moving to Colorado. It's nothing but, oh, I thought but you were talking about Florida, a yeah, part of me. Colorado's like the, it, Colorado and Nashville are the, it, it places in America right now. I just think that it is a sleeping giant. Dion, I think, knew that. And they're going to the Big 12 where he's going to go undefeated every year. He, why would you go to Florida and compete in the SEC? I would stick to Colorado. Dude, don't you think it's like they've shown they can be a very glamorous place? The Rock's coming there. That's true. I think that has a but lot of advantages. Dion, though, right? Like, right, right. No, but I'm saying he he can use that. It, Dion's big enough that he can make Colorado central enough that that's just fine. I don't think he needs a bigger marketplace. Yeah, I, it's not to me about market. It's about where you're recruiting from. And I know it's a little different now because of Transfer Portal and Dion's such yeah. a celebrity and star. But, you know, you could stay in Florida or you could be in Texas or you could be in California, I guess, and just like uh, right in right, your backyard why, is yeah, all but, the talent. Yeah, but you're competing with everybody else. You know, you're in Texas. You're competing against Texas, Texas A&M, yeah. everybody else. You're in Florida. You got Florida State, Miami. So Colorado, he's got the whole thing to himself. Also, come on, Maggie. Don't you want to go to the Big 12 and just kill that conference for the rest of time uh, and know. go to every playoff? But you keep telling me that there's only going to be two conferences soon, the SEC yeah. and the Big 10. So I think I want to get to one of those well, places. Whatever the conference alignment is, they're going to make sure if they could get Dion in there, they're going to bring, bring him. Honestly, let's all not be naive. He's going to be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. 855-212-4CBS. Oh, just Mark. kidding. 855-212-4227. Our pal Jay is in Alabama. Jay, you got a thought on the old Miss Bama game? Well, okay, I've already gone on record because, you know, Bama's got, like, I guess a four-game stretch coming up where it's, it's, it's a four-game murderer's row stretch coming up. Mm-hmm. And the way they're playing, and I don't care what quarterback, I don't care if they get an improvement at quarterback. Another thing I saw at that A game I went to, the receivers were dropping almost everything throwing their way. So not only they got a quarterback situation, the receivers, I, don't, I mean, I haven't really been watching the receivers this year because the quarterbacks are so bad. But from what I saw, the receivers couldn't even catch when they hit him in the hand. So mm-hmm. that's going to be a problem. But 
I already went on record down here saying, like, dude, I, I see them, like, losing four in a row, three at the least. And I say that because hopefully they're listening and get pissed off and not lose four in a row. <laughs> You'll be the bulletin board material, Jay. Yeah, I'll be the bulletin board material, you know, and I'll tell them, hey, you're welcome, bro. But as far as Dion or Coach Prime, I'd like to give him his respect, Coach Prime. Um, I really think Colorado is the perfect fit for him, and I think Coach Prime is the type of person like, hey, like, you know, the Bamas and the Florida States and everybody down there in Florida, like, hey, you didn't want to give me a shot when I was trying to get over there to you. Right. Now you want me. I'd rather stick with the people who gave me a shot when right. nobody else would. And I think Colorado will find a way to pay him to make him an offer that he can't refuse. You now, know, but, Jay, here's what you're talking dollars. about, though. Jay, it's a great thought, but what you're talking about is loyalty in college athletics, and that, to me, is crazy. And I'm not saying that's a Dion thing. Jay, thanks so much for the call. Good to hear from you. It, that's not a Dion thing. That's an everyone thing. Like, I'd be naive if I thought, oh, Dion, because Colorado were the ones who were, you know, who really wanted him, he's going to stay there. That might be true, but I've, like, never seen that. Guys well, go where the opportunity is. Right. But I think, he, first of all, he likes the aesthetic, the cowboy hat. I don't know if that cowboy <laughs> hat works in Alabama. It's so humid down there. <laughs> Wherever also, he goes. Colorado he'll, has he'll like a... match the moment. It has a Western vibe, and he did well in Dallas. I think he can make this work. I understand what you're saying. Of course, I think the Alabamas and the Floridas are going to be tempting to him. But I feel like Colorado, he's proven already that he can out-recruit anybody from there. And they were 1-11 last year. Imagine now that they're this sort of juggernaut. He's going to get anyone he wants to come there. Why would you not want to go there? Uh, David is in Dallas. Hey, David, how are you? Hey, I'm going to tell you why I think Alabama would be a perfect fit for him, and there's one thing. Yeah. Tell me another coach that could walk in there after Saban and not be compared to all those guys and really be his own person. Yeah. He's got the big enough of a personality. People are going to say, well, Saban did this, Saban did Because with Deion, he's so out of the box. It's not going to be the next guy that's, you know, going to try to live up to that title. Second thing is, with the last guy talking about loyalty, has he ever looked at Deion Sanders' playing career? <laughs> mercenary. That was a mercenary. <laughs> You're a great point. Great point. You're right. And and that's the thing. I don't, I, and I just don't believe loyalty in sports, David. I, I just feel like I'd be naive to talk about that. But I understand where Jay was coming from. Here's the other thing, though, about Deion and Alabama, whatever. You're right. Deion's got his own brand he's got his own unassailable stardom he's got all of that so being compared to Nick Saban uh it'd be it'd be impossible like you wouldn't get those same comps and as if it was someone who used to work on Saban's staff however Dion himself says he is a lot like Saban he thinks that he is and people have said this they're more old school in terms of their coaching techniques and tactics um and he actually sees himself a little bit in this in the Saban mold yeah, I could see that. Uh, and obviously, I think bottom line is he's sort of the new super recruiter, where Saban was obviously been a great recruiter for so long. I I don't know what Alabama wants somebody larger than life. I don't remember. I mean, I, I know they pulled Saban away from Miami, but it wasn't like the Alabama coach in between, you know, Bear Bryant and whoever, Nick Saban. It wasn't like they always had big-name coaches. Right, right, right. That's true. Like, who was it? Gene Stallings. I can't even remember. Who, uh, I think Shula Mike was Shula. There. Yeah. But I don't think Alabama is always like, oh, we got to get the big name higher. That's not the way that program works. So maybe they get, I think there's always a chance that Dion could be interested in them. And they'd be like, well, we'd rather have this former assistant come back. 
keep it low key because I'm not so sure that Alabama is like dying to get Dion. You know, who knows how they think down there, right? I feel well, like that's that could I asked. be. Are they going to spend a hundred million dollars yeah, to get Dion? Exactly. Because like they might be more traditional or something. That's going to be the offer. That's going to be the starting offer. Let's be honest. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Okay, coming up next, Jerry Jones reacts to the Trayvon Diggs season-ending injury. We've got that for you. We've got more college football on the docket as well. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff right after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. All right, Maggie, we are getting close. I'm getting fired up. Tomorrow is basically college football Lollapalooza. It's yeah. going to be the greatest day ever. <laughs> I'm doing nothing. Don't even, don't call me. Don't, nothing. My phone's going off. Okay. I'm just going to sit and lose bets all day long. By the <laughs> way, we have a bet going. We have a four yep. team parlay. We need a fifth game because I was thinking about it, if it's going to be, it could be tied at 2 2. Yeah, that's true. All right. What do you want to Well, give me uh, my Utah Utes. Okay. Against... You want to go Utah, UCLA? We could have gone Penn State, Iowa, though I didn't want to take Iowa. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I no want to. offense, take... Iowa. It's not that fun. I can't really? believe you won't let me consider Penn State my hometown team. Penn yeah. State is a Philadelphia team. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, I'm going to take... According you, to you and no one else who lives in Philly. Will you take UCLA, who looks really good this year, at with 4.5 points? They're getting four and a half? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take UCLA. All right, I got Utah. So, that's our fifth bet. Okay, we're good. Whoever I think loses we go has to se- buy the Peking Duck. We can go seven. All right, you're getting nuts. Cincinnati, Oklahoma, that's going to be juicy. All right, anyway, okay, go ahead. <laughs> we can keep adding throughout the show, but I did have a question for you because I'm not sure what kind of, uh, like, what you think of when you see stats like this. Yeah. When you see that one team has beaten another team 14 times in a row, okay. do you think, oh, well, obviously 15 is going to happen, they have their number, or do you think, oh, the other team is due? Of course you think the team is going to win its 15th in a row. It's funny because I actually think maybe a team is due. Like, this is the Patriots who have won 14 straight yeah. over the New York Jets. Patriots are desperate at 0 and 2. It just seems to me like these things can't last. Not in professional sports. Something has to happen. Mm. I think to break this streak, right? I remember there's a famous episode of The Simpsons where Krusty the Clown becomes a gambling addict <laughs> yes. and he blows $100,000 to bet on the Washington Generals to beat the Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> and he, he, they ask him why and he goes, I figured they were due. <laughs> that comes to mind when yeah. you use that kind of logic. Well, they've lost 14 in a row to Bill Belichick. This, surely they have to win at some point. So you don't you don't believe in their due? I, I kind of, I do believe in their due, but... Honestly, the same thing's like, going on right now anything, with the Rams and the 49ers, But if you right? don't know anything about the two teams, then of course you're going to assume that the logical conclusion, based on reason, is that the team that's won 14 in a row is going to win the 15th in a row. 
I know, but there's something about sports where it's like there's no way they can keep keep this up at this clip. Like again, the Rams and the 49ers have this thing going. I think it's nine in a row regular season. 49ers have won over yeah, the Rams, I know, but, but the Rams obviously game. Yeah. have have won up on them for the NFC Championship. Yeah. Okay. Well, by the way, we're doing picks later in the show. That a- am I picking the Jets? I'm picking that game. Oh, there's no chance in hell I'm going to pick the Jets. I just think that yeah. there's. I, I do believe in being due. Like it's due. I fourteen straight. It's like uh, it's getting too rich there. I, I I can't blindly bet bet the Pats there. I'm bet I'm betting the Patriots, and I'll tell you why. I can't envision them going zero and three by losing to the Jets. Yeah, because if they're zero and three, but and you they think lose Belichick's to, on the hot seat? That would put it really. Well, hot. I mean, my buddy Tom Curran, uh, you know, longtime Patriots reporter, said he's been on the hot seat ever since Brady left. So I don't know about hot. It's similar to Nick Saban. I don't know about hot seat, but he certainly isn't building momentum. And 0-3 start, I just can't put my head around that. Losing to the Jets and Zach Wilson. Rodgers was there, of course. Right. That's what. That's sort of what it felt like. But <laughs> you're there, do theory. I mean, I'm <laughs> no. not sure that's going to always hold up. I understand okay. what you're saying. Like the Chicago Cubs were due for about 58 years. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. But this is Perloff who doesn't believe in their do theory, but will change where he sits in the house, depending on if your team is losing. Of course, because that determines who's going to win a football game. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Just making sure the consistency is right there. You wait, don't wait, wait, believe wait, wait. in the they're due soup like theory, but you will move from one side of the couch to the other if the Eagles are losing. Well, listen, if you go to get a sandwich and your team scores a touchdown while you're gone, you're gone. You're not seeing the rest of that game. That's just <laughs> sports fan one on one. Is there I don't even know just like, being I, a good fan. That's not, that's being a fan, period. Of course you know that you determine everything they do. I have so many little OCD things about games, you have no idea. I know you turn the sound off. I turn and, the and sound on. off. I turn it on and off. How do you uh, do that with a quad box? Uh, I'm not a quad box guy yet. I'm a red zone and YouTube uh, on my computer, and then sometimes a game on my phone, too. Oh, wow. You're not just like mainlining this thing with the, the quad is, box? There's been so many. Okay, so we're talking about Sunday ticket. There's been yeah. so many local games. That it's been screwing up. Like, I yeah. don't want to watch. So, every, they've been doing double headers on CBS and Fox, which you can't get on Sunday ticket. And by the way, I'm sorry, this is a total sidetrack here. When you're watching the game on Amazon, people are starting to complain that it's hard to go from streaming to flip around on a Thursday night, say you want to watch a college football game. We got to fix this, man. No, it's impossible. And I think Amazon actually, they could say this to their advertisers. Like, those commercials, I'm yeah. actually watching them. Me too. Because I can't look away. I know. I can't me flip too. out. I know, and I'm so used to fast forwarding through commercials. That- you know what? This is going to really suck when the baseball playoffs start, because that's like that's what happens in the fall. You're getting primetime NFL games, and you also have like the NLCS going on, and sometimes those can be on the same night. Mm. You could do two TVs, but not everyone has that. Yeah, I mean, you're talking. Um- the 14 million watching the football and the 1400 watching that NLCS game. <laughs> what kind of this is America 2023? That is not the problem. The problem is if college football is going against NFL. Uh, Perloff. Uh, let's get to our cowboy quickie. All right, fallout here from yesterday's news. Trayvon Diggs out for the season with the torn Achilles. Here was Jerry Jones on 105.3, the fan in Dallas. No one uh, has the impact that he has. Does that make you say, you know what, this is a championship-type team. I need to go find somebody at that level, too, and add it to this team. Well, you can't do that. That's like saying that uh, uh, I want to be Tom Cruise. You don't replace these uh, irreplaceable players. 
It's funny. I thought with all that plastic surgery, that's what Jerry was going for. Didn't he ask him? Give me the Tom Cruise. Anyway, uh, does this mean they're not going to make a trade at all? They're not going to find anyone? Mm. I mean, Jerry can be a little honest in these things. That... I, I've been reading a lot. They like the guy who's filling in to Ron Bland. Yeah. So, I mean, I think a lot of people are saying the same thing. When the opposing quarterback has one and a half seconds to throw, it doesn't really matter who's at quarterback. So I think that there's still a lot of... I don't think Super Bowl odds went down for the Cowboys. I don't think their win total went down. This is a key injury. He's a great player. But that pass rush has been so furious that it doesn't seem like a central issue right now. Okay. He, listen to Mike McCarthy, though, also on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas this morning. And he does make it sound pretty dire. It was just awful. I mean, he was just playing off the charts. I mean, and that's the way he practices, too. So uh, obviously a, a big blow. This is our first big shot of adversity you know we've had some injuries where guys miss games but this this is a this is a real punch to the gut there you go that's your cowboy quickie for today <laughs> i mean mccarthy you know talking about adversity that i think the cowboys do get a bit lucky that arizona while they've been competitive in their first two games it's not really a, a juggernaut or competitive team then so, they have another don't they have another the competitive yeah so they're not going to face a real quarterback Really, they have Purdy in Week Five, but Purdy's not. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think this is going to be an issue. I really don't. I think the Cowboys are still going to be between twelve and fourteen wins. Now, playoffs, different issue, different story. <laughs> but yeah. uh, if I told you one, you know, that Lawrence or or Parsons have been hurt, that's a bigger issue. Would you agree with that or? Uh, Parsons for sure. Uh, Parsons, I think you actually do see the totals come down. Yeah, I maybe I, you could be right about that. I think so. I think that's how big of an impact he is having. But McCarthy was right there. Trayvon Diggs is having a massive season. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Let's go to Sean. He's in Oregon. Hey, Sean, how are you? Good. You guys uh, mind if I talk about baseball for a second? Eh, nah. It's Friday before football. What do you got? Well, uh, you guys talked about the playoffs, and uh, you guys should be watching that American League West race. You know, look at you got Astros in Houston, and uh, I know. But Sean, we don't want to talk about baseball right now. We'll talk about baseball when the playoffs start. How are you feeling about oh, your Ducks? I'm feeling real strong. You know, and the, I think the best game to watch probably this weekend is going to be uh, Huskies and the Beavers. Yeah, that's the one you should have some money on. That's going to be a great game to watch because uh, Ducks, they're just going to make an example out of those Buffaloes. You know, and, uh, this 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 whole. This whole thing about the Heisman talk, that's going to end. You know, and I heard you guys talk about the MVP earlier. Yeah. You know, well, before Tua got hurt, you know, Tua was a big guy. People were watching him. And he's just taken off where he, uh, he left off last year. Sean, if nothing, yeah. he'll, he'll get sympathy votes and more eyes on him this year. That's interesting. Sean, thank you for the call. Enjoy the games this weekend. That's a great question, The though. sympathy votes? Say, uh, it's not even about Back to Shador for one second. Yeah. Say this game plays out like this, where Oregon just blows them away on the defensive and offensive line. Oregon runs all over them. Bo Nix plays well, but it's not even that. It's just the physicality. And Shador, not that he struggles, but say it is like a 21. Say it's 42 to 17. Right. Does that really, does that dash his Heisman hopes? Because usually you don't see Heisman winners get blown out a lot. Yeah, get blown out. Okay, so I think, I, I hate to do this because it's a terrible answer for you I think it depends does someone else have a massive day right like what else do the other quarterbacks do does anyone else have like this huge huge day does Caleb Williams have a huge you mean day Saturday 
Yeah, Saturday. Like, well, the, right, but you can't look at it. Who cares about week four? I'm just saying in the general body of work, though, when they're looking like do he- a Heisman winner has a 55-10 oh. loss on his resume, yeah, that's going to count against sorry, him. I think you get a one blip. I think you can get, you get one, one blip and you can still win. I'd like to see if we, you rebound and like the re- it looks like an outlier yeah. where it's like oh man that Oregon game something weird just happened in that game I think you can still recover. Can we get our research team, um, which is people generally listening and the weirdos <laughs> in the purple jacket? <laughs> yeah. What is the biggest loss that a Heisman winner has exactly. had in the last twenty two years? We'll go back to two thousand. Manny, you got that? Yeah, the biggest single loss. <laughs> get a pen. Have, yep. they, have they ever lost like fifty five seven and then went on to win the Heisman? Act, do you know this off the top of your head? I know, but a lot of the Heisman winners have been on teams that have done really well. Right. So well, that's the thing. It's like, not like Barry Sanders when he was at Oklahoma State. They were an okay team. Well, know? like RG3 was 8-3 and three yeah. and won the Heisman, but it's a rare thing. So Shador is – and I feel like that's unfair to Shador because what if it's the running game that costs Colorado? Why does Shador get dinged for that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's actually going to be the defense that's going to cost Colorado. Yeah, I don't too. think they're going to be able to stop Oregon. And that's yeah. why, you know, I'm laying the points with my Ducks because – First of all, Bo Nix doesn't turn the ball over. That's not his game. I don't think the offense is going to – they're not going to gift this to Colorado. They're not going to give them anything easy or cheap. And I just don't think the defense is going to be able to get stops, quite frankly. And it's not just because Travis Hunter is out. I I think this is going to be a big – Yeah. The Colorado defense here is going to, I think, get more exposed than the offense. Yeah, unless – course they defy the odds once again and find a way to win this thing win. Uh, and then forget it <laughs> then it's all bets are I have off. an answer for you you got one look at ack is our uh, stats department great. manny you're off the hook <laughs> lamar jackson suffered a 36 10 loss to houston the year he won it in 2016 oh that was good there you go hmm. and that what? was that was late in the season too november 17th uh, that's surprising because usually they lost their last three games was houston a top 15 team yeah Maybe. Can I ask you one more thing? Sorry for our stats yeah. research, Manny. You're back in. <laughs> Who came in second to Lamar that year? 2006. I have no idea. I don't remember. All right. Manny's on it. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Could have been Darnold. What, it would have been Baker, Darnold. Deshaun. Was Deshaun Watson in the mix for that bad boy? Let's see. Uh, mm. I have it right here. Or it was for Watson? It. Deshaun Watson is the... Is, that's the name. Oh, Deshaun Baker Watson Mayfield was... three. D.D. Westbrook finished fourth. Oh, Jabril, there you go. Jabril Peppers on the defensive end was fifth. Huh. And actually, the back of quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals, who may get some playing time depending on what's oh, going right. on. Jake Browning? Browning. Jake Browning finished yeah. sixth out of Washington. Was that the one-year Washington made the Final Four? Possibly. Yes. 3,400 yards, 43 touchdowns, nine picks. Not a bad year. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Okay, a lot more to do here, including, oh. We By the way, it. yes. Uh, well, who's the new backup that the uh, Bengals signed? You you called me this morning. You're like, the Bengals just signed a quarterback. Yes, I'm like, who? Sinnott? You're like, Reed Sinnott. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was going to, he did like not get an actual... vote, but he's played before. Can I don't get... know, but the good news is Nate Peterman is back on the Bears. Hey, yeah. So Good news for who? For Perloff. And I guess Nate Peterman and his family. Well, yeah, Nate, sure. But Is it good news to get signed by the Bears? That's a separate <laughs> question. It's more existential. Um, can we get an update out of, Cle- out of Cincinnati, by the way? I know they don't play till Monday night, but the latest was what? Joe Burrow had a, a sleeve on his calf? He'll give us an answer in several days. Yeah, several. Thank you for the Zach Taylor speak. 
All right, eBay Motors is here for the ride. All the parts you need at the price you want. Guaranteed to fit your ride every time. eBay Motors. eBayMotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. In last night's game against the Giants, Brock Purdy led the Niners on an eight-play, 70-yard fourth-quarter drive, capped off by a beautiful 27-yard touchdown pass to Debo Samuel to give San Francisco a 30-12 lead and all but put the game on the ice. I think MVP uh, consideration is warranted yeah. for Brock Purdy. Yeah, that was a nice throw to Debo, but get that MVP stuff out of here. I will say one thing about Purdy. Yeah. And I, th- two nice I, throws, the two touchdown throws. I think his arm, convenient. for a guy who basically, I don't know if you were watching on Amazon when they showed the animation of the surgery they did on his elbow, it was super gross. I did. But yeah. I think he's got some zip in his arm for a Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, honestly, if you didn't know that he was Mr. Irrelevant, you would have said, oh, okay, that's that guy looks like a first or second round pick. Has a decent arm. Listen, he was really inaccurate the first two drives, but then he settled down. I know they're just screen passes and Debo Samuel breaks nine tackles, but at least he could do that. That's an important thing for a quarterback to do. Yeah, but not the MVP. He, the other guys, listen, Purdy is good. Purdy is good, and he's exactly what they need, obviously. But the other guys elevate Purdy. He's not <laughs> elevating them. I'm not talking about good quarterback. You're talking about an MVP. Yeah, Come but the on. leader on odds is Tua. I mean, can't you say some of the same things about Tua? He's known as a point guard as well. No, but I think that Tua... I think Tua is better than Purdy. I don't even think that's a debate that Tua is better than Purdy. It's just... And maybe I mean, it's yeah, actually but if you, a good if you took Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, and I think Waddle's out this week. Yeah. If you took those two guys away, I mean, what are we what are we talking about here? You know, I still think Tua would be able to find these guys. I, I do. And I'm not just saying... I'm not saying that Brock Purdy wouldn't be able to, but... MVP, I can't get there with Purdy. I'm watching Debo Samuel break tackle after tackle. I'm watching McCaffrey break tackle after tackle. Uh, Kittle, when Ayuk is healthy, he does the same thing. Hell, even Elijah Mitchell is great in the run game. Like, Purdy's just setting him up, you know? Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Let's let's judge him when McCaffrey goes out with an injury, which is going to happen. I know, unfortunately. Uh, And then, unfortunately, Kittle. Yeah, I mean, they look they look ridiculous. But the Niners have not been tested yet. A lot of these teams have not been tested yet. I don't want to hear. I know Trevor Diggs is out. I do not want to hear Cowboys hype on Monday, Maggie. I just don't want to hear it. I don't think you're going to. I mean, do are you sure? Because I'm a little worried about beating the Cardinals. Is going to put people in a frenzy about this team. I don't know. I don't think it did much to help the Giants last week when they beat the Cardinals. It hasn't <laughs> yeah, really helped the Commanders. By, they were down by multiple touchdowns at halftime. <laughs> yeah, which was shocking. Uh, let's get to Aaron Rodgers, shall we? What the f*** is Aaron Rodgers up to today? Rehabbing and appearing on the Pat McAfee Show. Rodgers talking about his rehab, feeling really, really good, already having some breakthroughs. It's tough, though. It's tough. It is, it's, it's, uh, it's not easy, but uh, there's been some uh, progressions with the rehab the last couple of days, so it kind of gets the uh, the hope meter kind of trending upwards a little bit, the, the joy meter t- trending up a little bit. All right. The hope meter and the joy meter are both trending up. Do you think Rodgers is going to keep talking about possibly coming back this year? I don't know. What is he going to talk about for 17 weeks with Pat McAfee? They'll find well, something. I don't know. It's just like, honestly, uh, we've already heard the update. We knew he wanted to play. What are we doing here? With like, I'm, I'm very curious on how he handles these interviews. This specific, he's got nothing to talk about. There's nothing new. He just he says, I wake up and I rehab. <laughs> yeah, he said he's also not watching football. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, he is, like, watching the Jets, I guess. But, but right. Oh, no, he, he's not that, not that he's not watching football. I'm sorry, that's wrong. He is watching football, but he's not, like, 
prepping for the for the Patriots. Like he's oh, not, he's not do, like to he's keep not like himself watching occupied. Film. Yeah, 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 of course not. But uh, yeah, I do think he's going to create this narrative that he's working really hard to rehab. But notice he there was that thing. Who knows? Maybe I'll get back. Like I don't hear a lot of that. At a certain point, he's going to move away from that because we know he's a, he's not coming back, Maggie. Right? Did you hear anything that gave you any possible hint that he might be coming back this year? I didn't hear all of the quotes. He also talked about whether he's doing any alternative healing. Well, I'm not drinking any and the okay. dolphin mating frequency, that was a joke. As well. No! Oh, could, it could be real. No. It could be real, though. I just have a question. Samter, what did you bleep there? He's not drinking any. Can you give me a hint uh, without getting us in trouble with the FCC? Yeah, uh, uh, think of yellow snow. Oh, is that... Apparently, there were some rumors that that was something that people would do. Drink help. urine? Yes. To help, uh, but he didn't use the word urine. Yeah, that's what I believe. Uh, but to it. help some recoveries. And I'm sure, you know, because he's so homeopathic and all these different things, people were throwing out all these different potential, yeah. you know, healing remedies that he was dispelling. Okay. I got a question for you. Manny, you can fade that down. Thank you. Is drinking urine a home remedy for anything? What is that a remedy for? Like, I mean, I know doing that on somebody who has a jellyfish sting, that might be something. That could be a remedy for that. Right, okay. So there you go. You answered my question. I saw but not her. drinking it. Yeah, that was on Friends. I yeah. did hear that um, Manny Pacquiao, when recovering from fights, did drink urine. Get out of here. That's, that's what I read. Why not just Gatorade like anyone else? Yeah. Hey, you know, maybe they don't have Gatorade in the Philippines. I don't know. <laughs> they definitely do. I, I've never been there. Yeah, well, I haven't either, but I guess I'm just assuming they have Gatorade in the Philippines. Uh, Manny, by the way, used to work out in L.A. I know they definitely have Gatorade there. What Did he say it had, like, any healing property? Uh, Pacquiao? And was he also, was he drinking his own? Yes, he was drinking his own. Okay. He was drinking his own. And yeah, like, take he a said, sip. It's like, oh, Bill, were you eating asparagus? <laughs> so, asparagus so I want to clarify. It looks like it may not have been Pacquiao. One of Pacquiao's opponents, Juan Manuel Marquez, oh. Oh, great. The drank Rican, his right? own urine. <laughs> and so I guess before and after the fight, he would just hold up cups and he would drink them while he was preparing for the fight against Pacquiao. I don't believe it was Pacquiao himself okay. who would drink it. But it was a, he thought it had a healing property. Have you ever heard of this before? Uh, no. I haven't. I've heard... Uh, you're a big pickle juice guy. When you're... If you're, like, stuck in the wilderness and you can't find water, that that's a way to survive longer, to drink your own urine. That's gone back for years. Is this on, like, the Alaska survival shows that you watch? No, it's uh, from... I have a huge fan of Larry McMurtry, who wrote The Lonesome Dove, and that was a famous thing when you're on the trail. If you can't find water around the Rio Grande, then you drink your own urine, for, and you can survive for weeks. So his response specifically yeah. was, if you drink or inject yourself with vitamins, you release them every time you go to the bathroom. Why not put them back in your body orally? Oh, he's oh. recycling. That's what May Marquez said? That's yeah, what but Marquez said. He said he did for six or seven fights between uh, Pacquiao, Mayweather, and others. What was his record in those fights? I don't want to know. <laughs> I mean, Pacquiao, Mayweather, I'm assuming he lost all those. Well, definitely Mayweather, because Mayweather never lost. I don't know. Delicious. I mean, that's like that's taking like, you know, living like a, a less wasteful life. That's like taking it to the nth degree. Like, I don't even want to waste my urine. That's how much I am really, you know, living on. Uh... Do you guys ever see that terrible Kevin Costner movie, Waterworld? I've actually never seen it. It was like the, the most expensive yeah. movie, right? So. There is a, at least a 10-minute scene of where he is 
dealing with a way of turning urine into water. Oh. <laughs> it's a bit. No wonder that movie bombed. It was so bad. Like, uh, kind of like. You know where this segment is headed. About drinking your own <laughs> we can't be worse than water. Yeah, yeah. no water. It was We're so bad. Cheaper. It was basically like putting it through all these filters. I have no idea. How do we even get this? Like, what was the what's the homeopathic cure? Have we ever gotten the bottom? What? Well, he that's was what Rogers. At? Like, why would he say it? I'm not drinking my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that a rumor that was out there? We got to find this. That's what Samter said. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you know how McAfee's crew is. I'm sure they asked him a question in a way that yeah, yeah, he yeah. had to dispel specifically, I am not drinking my own bleep. <laughs> but back to Manuel Marquez, yeah. he did win six of the eight fights between Mayweather and you know his winning streak. So he started out with Turdesk, Coca Gym, and then he won f- six tr- fights, lost to Pacquiao, lost to Mayweather. Happy Hispanic Heritage there Month. You go. <laughs> well, by the way, you have to be pretty good to get fights against Pacquiao. Yeah, yeah Marquez is I mean, he was, was 55 and one. He was 54 and one going into the Mayweather fight. Um, what is Aaron Rodgers going to do? By the way, is he going to become like a part-time? Fo- if he has to do these interviews every week, does, doesn't he have to start watching football? Like, you know I, what I think he's going to do? Yeah. I think he's going to start working on being a broadcaster. Not for next year that he's not going to come back and play, but if he does want to go into broadcasting. Maybe he starts a podcast, as you've always theorized. Well, actually, I heard him say something on the McAfee show today. He said, we. Sorry Mm -hmm. about Why does he just join the staff of the McAfee show? It's got a huge platform on ESPN right now. Isn't isn't he, basically? (laughs) Right. So I was wondering, like, I I was thinking the same way you are. He's got to watch games and start commenting on them. I think so. Maybe he starts a podcast. Everyone else has one. Guys who are Mm. current players. Every NBA player has a podcast. I no, I think he does more like goes on McAfee and talks about the Cowboys Giants game or something like right, that. Right, right. I mean that would make sense. He'll if he Become wants to analyst. do that. How good would he be? I mean, great. He'd be amazing. Yeah. I don't know if Brady would be good, but Rogers would be amazing. Oh, I think Brady would be good if he if he could be honest. I guess so. I, I don't that, know. That's the that's my biggest question with Brady when he eventually does get into broadcasting. Is he going oh, right. to He's actually do that. critique people? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I for, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's getting paid three hundred and seventy million dollars for that. I can't wait till he criticize Belichick for the first time. That's going to be awesome. You oh, know, what a terrible Belichick decision doesn't by get Belichick. fired. Why would he go for that? This is why we should all hope he doesn't get fired, just so that Tom Brady can criticize him on national television. But I tell awesome. you, it's tough, it's tough to predict. But who would ever thought Drew Brees would not hit as a broadcaster? Because he was a great interviewer. Yeah, and he was just really not natural. Pretty bad. I think so. Right. So I, I wonder if, which way Brady goes <laughs> because I'm not so sure that he's going to be great. No, there's no guarantees. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up, the most desperate 0-2 team in the NFL. There is a definitive answer. We will give it to you next. Don't move. More Maggie and Pearl off straight ahead. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 